saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin, uh, editor of NetflixLife.com, and I'm joined by my co-host and Fansided Entertainment Director, Cody Schultz. Uh, We've got a bunch of Netflix news and rumors to get to in today's episode, and then we'll be talking about the most ridiculous show on TV right now, my favorite, Riverdale. And then um, I just wanted to say uh, Netflix Life uh, streaming TV podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're listening on NetflixLife.com, you can subscribe by clicking the little I with circles around it on the podcast player. And if you like the podcast, please leave us a review uh, wherever you subscribe with your favorite Netflix show right now. So, Cody, let's just jump in. We've got a pretty big rumor about a Netflix show that hasn't been renewed, right? And that is Julie and the Phantoms. Uh, so what can you tell us about this rumor? Yeah, so I shamelessly, I, I kind of am one of those people who wait it when it released. And I'm like, I'll put it to my queue and finally watch it. And I finally binged it. And then after I finished, I'm like, it was only nine episodes. I'm like, there has to be a second season, right? Like they ended with a good <laughs> cliffhanger. So I dove down the rabbit hole and quickly stumbled upon some interesting rumors. Um, The first one is that TV show Ace noticed that there's a new companion book coming out. It's listed on Amazon now for pre-order and it's releasing in August of 2021. What's interesting is kind of confusing at the same time is like in the description for the book, it says like Julie and the Phantoms adventures continue in this original novel. But then if you go all the way to the bottom, it kind of makes it seem like it's going to be a flashback. So more of like a prequel to the show than like an actual sequel, which kind of makes more sense. Like, I don't think Netflix would want to, like, unless they were done with the show, they'd want to release a book that would basically spoil the second season. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with that. That sounds, that sounds, uh, that would be interesting if they did that. Was there a second point? There is. So the kind of like connecting piece there is if, Pop Buzz discovered that if you Google Julie and the Phantoms release date, season two release date, September 2021 comes up as like the rough answer. Mm. Now it's an unconfirmed date. And it's kind of one of those things where I think Google just like took a, a source, like someone speculated that this is going to be the release date because the first right. season dropped in the fall. It would match up because Netflix does tend to release like the new seasons almost like a year after the first. So that right. would make sense. Um, 
but we haven't gotten an official renewal. So it's kind of like, is this just a rumor or is this something that maybe has leaked out there early? Yeah, it's tough. You never know. I feel like, I feel like this show has to come back after watching it and just seeing how it ends and seeing like the fan response to it. Netflix always tries to do right by the fans. It seems like it, I mean, that doesn't always happen because shows get canceled and stuff, but I think that there's a, there's a good chance that this one comes back based on like the talent involved in the creative team that Netflix would want to keep working with them. I think, uh, do you agree with that? Yeah, I would hope. I mean, it's got, I believe it's from Kenny Ortega who has done of course yeah. so many like mm-hmm. iconic teen shows from high school musical to, I know they have the descendant series and it's definitely very much in that same vein of like very like teen forward, but the singers can actually sing. Like sometimes when you have a musical show, it's like, eh, they can like pass, <laughs> but these, I, when they first sung, like the first song, I'm like, this girl can actually really sing. Like she's better than some of these singers on these other shows that I'm watching. And I'm like, I really hope that they bring it back because the music and singing and everything was all kind of, it was a fun, like nine episode quick watch. So I'm hopeful that they'll bring it back for season two. Yeah, they can sing. I actually, I was a little skeptical. I really enjoyed like the music in the show. I, you know, when you go full musical show, if the music sucks, it like doesn't work, but this show, like it actually worked. So that's all good there. We've got some other big Netflix news though. Some more stranger things, season four stuff coming out. So basically what happened was a while ago, stranger things reached out to some fan accounts on Instagram, I believe. And then sent them mysterious packages with like, with like all this like Russian lettering and numbers and stamps and stuff all over it. And so they were like very confused. They opened the box and inside was, were those like Russian dolls, you know, that's like the same thing that's like stacked on top of each other. I forget what they're called, but and inside that was a phone number. So they shared it on Instagram. We saw it there. I called the phone number and it's, this might be a spoiler, so uh, sorry for everyone who's listening if you haven't seen Stranger Things Season 3. But basically, it introduces a new character named Yuri, who is located in, I think, Anchorage, Alaska, which we all know what Alaska is close to and where um, one of the big stars of Stranger Things may be located in Season 4. I'll leave it at that. But, but yeah, so that was really cool. Another teaser for fans via voicemail. Uh, did you get a chance to listen to the message, Cody? I haven't listened to it, but that seems like such a like perfect Netflix thing to do. Like this yeah. like mystery like thing and then leave a voicemail. Like it's a perfect way to like tease the fans without giving too much away. Cause of course the burning question everyone's wanting is the release date. And like these little like Easter eggs are like the perfect drop to just like wet their appetite, get us talking. And it's smart by them because it's, it's like you're, you want to go right into speculation of like, what does this mean now for like season four? Yeah, exactly. And I think um, quick takeaway that Yuri is like some kind of smuggler. We learned that in November when they announced his casting. Um, I think it's Nicola Jerico, I believe it is. I probably butchered the name, so I apologize. Sorry. Um, and I think that there's there's something, you know, with Joyce and Murray going to save Hopper. That's that's my quick takeaway. I know other people have been speculating about that, too. So it's not like an original take, but um that's what it's pointing to. And like you mentioned, this is the perfect way to like drop those little breadcrumbs for fans and keep them happy while everyone is like growing anxious, irritated um, by the fact that there's no season four release date and like no end in sight for the wait. Like we talked about last week, I think that there's a chance that it could be pushed back to 2022, which would be probably the worst thing 
for fans um, at this point. Um, but then we've got some other big Netflix news. Uh, Wednesday Adams series is in the work with Tim Burton. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so this is a very interesting pro I feel like this is going to be like a big thing for Netflix because I didn't realize mm -hmm. that Tim Burton's never done like a live action TV or like any Roy TV project. And so the right. fact that they were able to land him and it's going to be based off of, like you said, Wednesday Adam from the Adams family. That's a popular franchise people are familiar with. It sounds like it's going to be like an origin story of hers. Like I was very, I picked up that it says something about like her trying to master her psychic abilities. And it also seems like there's going to be like a mystery edge. Cause like in the uh, teaser synopsis, it said like a monstrous killing spree that's terrorized the local town. Can she like solve the mystery? So it's like, I feel like they're going to take elements from these other popular teen shows, almost like Riverdale, yes. which we're talking a little bit about and yes. kind of <laughs> maybe even chill adventures of Sabrina and kind of go that darker edge with like the mystery, the horror, but then it's also described as a coming of age comedy, which is interesting. Yeah. I, I, I that's a, uh, that's interesting. I think that there's a lot of potential for this show just with the whole mystery angle and like the darkness of the Adams family, but then there's a little, there's, I mean, it's a comedy basically, I think. Right. So I'm really excited for this one. Are you going to be watching? Oh yeah. I'll definitely be watching. I think I'm most curious too, to see what they do with the theme song. Like, do they find a way oh, to yeah. Carly Rae Jepsen it? Like the difference of full house one and bring like a new <laughs> version to life. They have to, they have to get like, I don't even know some very popular artists to redo the song. That would be great. I want to see who they cast as Wednesday Adams and then who they bring in with the rest of the family, like, will we, they have to be involved. They can't just like not have the family involved. Right. Yeah. I feel like I can see it being very like almost where you have like characters just dropping in randomly. Like here's the mom this week. Here's Morticia. Here's, you know, the dad or the brother and just kind of like bringing them into the story when it feels organic so that they can keep the focus on Wednesday, but still incorporate these other characters because they're part of the Adams family. Everyone recognizes the brand. So to exclude them entirely, would be kind of just odd, I think. Yeah, for sure. Totally agree. And then we've got one last bit of Netflix news before we start talking about Riverdale, which I'm really excited about. And that is Fate the Wink Saga was renewed for season two on Thursday. Season two production is going to start later this year, according to Variety in Ireland. And I don't know, we might be able to see it in early 2022. I think that that's the hope for fans. We'll just have to, I don't know, when, wait and see when production actually gets going. It might be like summer 2022 with like the pandemic and everything causing the delays. But um, we'll just do, uh, mention that as well. And then now I think that we should just get into it. Let's talk about Riverdale. So season four ends early. They had three episodes left. We come back in season five. We do the three episodes. We do prom, graduation. And then we get the seven year time jump. So how do you think that the time jump is going so far, Cody? I am very on the fence about the time jump right now. I'm like, there have been, there's like some things that I like, which I know we're going to talk about here in a bit, including like some of the couple of direction. Yes. I, I think what I, my biggest takeaway is I'm loving that they're putting Tony at the forefront. We kind of talked about that a few episodes back and how they mm -hmm. promised they were going to use her and like, how would they, you know, would they follow through with it? And it's been interesting to see, like, I feel like she's had more of a lead role than some of the core characters so far in the time jump. Like she's at the heart of the story that they're telling now. And I kind of love seeing her being used in this way. Some of the other characters, I don't know how I feel about like the, the direction they're taking in. Like I've told you, I, I'm not keen so far on what they're doing with Cheryl. Yeah. What, <laughs> what is going on with Cheryl? That I don't understand. I know that they're probably trying to make her seem 
more down about something than I just feel like it was very rushed. I can't quite put my finger on what is happening with that. Do you know, do you want to know what's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like they, right before the time jump, we had the random storyline of, oh, there's a feud between Tony's family and Cheryl's <laughs> family. And it's like, it had never come <laughs> up at any point in the other seasons. It's like suddenly in these last episodes where they're rushing everything together, it, they just bring this random feud up. And so then they split up. And now in the future, like Cheryl's kind of lost that like polish and shine that she always had, like that sharp wit and all that. I feel like they've kind of toned the character down. And she's always been such an exciting character because of the quality she has. Like she's brash. She'll come out and say whatever she was. I mean, she doesn't have like a, a filter almost of like what she says to people. Right. And she's very like toned down and quiet, almost withdrawn now. And I'm like, I also, have you picked up on the, the painting stuff? I'm like, is she becoming like a forger right now? Is that like this I, blossom business? I honestly have no idea. I hope that you knew what the painting stuff was. Cause I'm lost. I, feel like that I like miss something maybe I mean I'm sure like with Riverdale pretty much everything pays off at some point so we'll learn what the heck is going on with that I just I don't know it's like the confidence that she's missing like that's what I miss the most like we need someone who's confident in Riverdale I think Veronica is like the only confident character right now and Hiram obviously but uh I don't know so you mentioned you don't like some of the things that are going on with the other characters is there some characters that you do like other than Tony? Um, I'm trying to think and what actually stands to mind. And there's like, yeah. I have to say the second episode post time jump, I think did a better job than the first one. Cause the first right. episode after the time jump, it was very much like broken into patterns. Like here's a quick catch up of where Betty's been. Here's a quick catch up of where Jughead's been. And it felt disjointed until like they finally came together in the end where this one had a bit more flow. Um, I think Archie's character's probably the most like consistent, like he's not had a big change. Like it's still very right. much Archie vein. Um, so I like what they're doing there. I'm curious to see what they do with Betty. Um, the whole FBI, like she was already like kidnapped and put like tortured and all that. I'm like, this poor girl has already been through so much stuff in these seven years uh, and it came out of nowhere. Yeah, I agree. I think my biggest complaint about the season. So, or like, the time post time jump so far has been the the way that they like made Riverdale like this weird ghost town thing. Like it makes it so much harder to like bring the characters back together in like some semblance of like reality. Like the whole thing with the school, how they're now a private school and now that they're going to be the teachers. And I just feel like that like it just feels really kind of forced when they could have kept Riverdale somewhat the same and then maybe change the characters a little more. Cause I feel like that the characters haven't changed really. It's like the town has changed and like Archie's back, like doing his thing where he's going to save everyone. Veronica's like trying to figure out, like she's just like doing her boss, the she wolf of wall street stuff. Yeah. Betty is still haunted by like serial killers. Like it used to be her dad. Now it's like this other guy. Jughead is just like tortured. I feel like they're still the same, just Riverdale has changed. So I kind of want to see like them change a little bit more. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned, I have to get, what are your thoughts on like this teacher thing? Because I'm like, this seems very <laughs> odd. Like this is the way you're bringing everybody together is like, oh, we're suddenly all teachers and they necessarily didn't go to school to be teachers. And that just seemed very oh. like out there to me. Yeah. And like Archie didn't go to college. So like, I know that I, I don't know what place you can be like a teacher without going to college, what kind of a school that is, I guess. I don't know. 
what is Jughead going to teach English? What is Betty going to teach? Like they're going to have like five courses at the school, like PE, ROTC, uh, and then finance and English and then criminal justice. Like it doesn't make, I don't even know. I think I said the same thing twice. I don't know. It just doesn't really make sense. I need to see it pay off. Yeah, it seems very forced, which I guess is like a great point to pivot into. What do we think of that Bart scene? I was not expecting them to push Archie and Betty together so quickly. No, I did not see that one coming. I actually, so I saw a spoiler on Twitter because I, I'm on the West Coast. So I, if I go on Twitter, I see the reaction. I forgot this time. I, I slipped up. But then I was like, oh, I'm going to go watch the episode now. Once I found out what happened, I like that they're doing something with the Barchi thing. I'm not sure if they're totally endgame, um, which has been thrown around for other couples in the past on Riverdale. I think there's a good chance that the fireworks are really going to start once v- Veronica and Jughead find out about their relationship. Yeah. And it's really interesting. I never was a big ship of like that one in like the pre-time jump, but I don't know if it's just like something about these first two episodes and like, you can tell there's obviously something happened between Betty and Jughead. And I'm curious to see what that ends up being, but I didn't hate the coupling. I'm like, they put them together and I'm like, okay, I kind of like this. I can see Barchi being Endgame now. I couldn't have seen it before because it was like the dynamics, but it's just two episodes in. I'm like, I can see this working and almost like wanting to root for it because Granted, they haven't really changed too, too much, like from character perspectives and all that. Mm-hmm. But it's like the little subtle details of like, oh, Archie and, Brian, you know, Archie and Betty are still, they're still like that connection between them hasn't changed. And now the timing's right. They're explored a little bit. It feels weird because it's like to us, it's only been like episodes where like we're supposed to know in the show, it's been seven years. But for viewers, it's like a weird transition to like shift and have to accept that all this time's passed. Right. I, yeah, I agree. And I think, I, I think there's a good story there with Archie and Betty, like, cause they were like best friends as kids. And then the whole like marriage thing when they were 18 and then the kiss when they were in different relationships and like all of that is just like, it built to that like moment. Um, now I don't know where they go from here, how that is going to work out. I hope that they don't like break each other's hearts. I feel like that that would be too much, but then I know that there's so many bughead fans that are like break his heart crush Archie and go back to Jughead. Like I, it's too, it's too, uh, too soon to, for me to know what's going to happen. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting. I hope I, that they don't go the route. What I feel like they could do is they're going to finally put Archie and Betty together. And then that's going to be like the catalyst to like Veronica and Jughead seeing what they're missing out on. And so then you're going to have that, like them trying to come back and weasel. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like we've done that before. And so it's like, it'll be interesting to see, do they let Veronica stay with this new guy that she's now married to? And do we get to see more of that backstory? And I think Jughead's new girlfriend was kind of a bust. So we'll see if there's a new payoff of someone coming. Cause I feel like she was introduced and then like left in the same like 15 minutes. Yeah. I think that it was like, yeah, just move on with that story. I hope that Jughead gets a love interest. I'm excited to see what happens with that. Did you, did you like the last scene with Polly? I was very confused by that. I'm like, at first it had to, I've been watching the actress who plays her is in a show called nurses on NBC now. And so I've been watching that each week. And so it was weird seeing her suddenly back as Polly on Riverdale is because it's a completely different character. Yeah. But I was very lost. Like she's just running this trucks behind her. I'm like, what's going on? Like, where's this story going? Because it seems so disjointed from what's going on. Yeah, I agree. I feel, I feel like that it's, interesting enough like i was kind of out not gonna lie on some of the like story how it was moving and then i saw like 
this weird trucker chasing Polly down the highway. And I was like, okay, I'm interested now. I want to see what happens. <laughs> yeah. This is definitely going to be the mystery that pulls them all together for sure. Yeah. That's a, that I think that that's the big takeaway. Unfortunately, uh, we are out of time today. I just want to remind everyone new episodes of the Netflix side podcast are released on Fridays and Mondays. Um, thanks again for listening and uh, we'll see you guys next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.